0: Welcome back to 10 with Zen, where we talk about all things education, leadership, and much more. Presented today by your host, Helen Woodward. Today, my guest is Shanaz Hussein, head teacher at Blackburn Central High School, active supporter of Women Ed, network leader for Women Ed Northwest, and passionate about leadership. Shanaz, welcome to 10 with Zen. Thank you very much, Helen. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. Oh, well, you're very welcome and we're delighted to have you. So Shanaz, we met at the Women Ed Conference in November and I really enjoyed listening to your story. So I'm really excited to be talking with you today. Can you tell us about your childhood, where you grew up and what
1: home was like for you? So, my childhood. My story starts in the Ribble Valley. Now most people who know the area will think of the gorgeous, seemingly middle-class Lancashire beauty spot as a friendly and welcoming place. In fact, a a Tory spot. However, for me, initially it was a place of poverty, discrimination and a fight for acceptance. I grew up in the Ribble Valley with my family, I'm the eldest of six children and in terms of our family life, despite the fact that initially it was a a place of poverty, it was a very, very happy childhood, a happy childhood in that I was surrounded by love, as you can imagine with five other siblings, there was lots of fun, there was lots of squabbles but uh, it was a very, very happy childhood. Where I found things uh, very difficult was when I went to school and that was where the, uh, the fight for acceptance and the challenges that I experienced really came to the fore. So uh, talking about my childhood, my father worked in the local cement factory. uh, And again, both of my parents uh, have really influenced me more than I can even begin to say. They were, for all of my siblings and myself, they were our greatest champions. So my dad arrived in the United Kingdom at a very, very young age uh, and he lost his mum, So he came to live in the UK, he came to live with an uncle. And when he arrived here, He didn't speak a word of English and obviously had to uh, come to this foreign land um, with no, you know, without his parents and go to school here, eventually acquire a job and work 18 to 20 hours a day to make sure that my siblings and I had everything that we needed. And at the end of his career, he himself earned uh, himself a reputation that his parents would have been proud of. So again, for me, my dad modeled that you can have anything you wish for if you work hard enough. And again, um, the relentless grit and determination that both my parents demonstrated, set a really, really strong foundation for myself and my siblings to to really grow from.
0: Oh, Shanaz, that's, I mean, that's so interesting to listen to. And one of the things that's lovely, you very kindly shared some wonderful photos of your family as well. And I know yes. in your presentation at Women Ed, there was a lovely photo of you with your siblings as you were growing up, which certainly really helped me kind of understand what you're talking about now. So what you've made this you've made a, a wonderful journey into a headship of a very large school, very large and successful school, I might say. Tell me what was your journey to headship like and who in particular supported you? Who who comes to mind? Who are
1: the, who are your kind of heroes on the way? Uh, I've been very, very fortunate, Helen. I've had lots of really positive role models, lots of heroes and lots of champions. So I've already mentioned my parents who were mine and my siblings greatest champions. I'm now going to mention my English teacher at high school, who's a lady called Christine Fossard. Um, When I was at primary school, and I don't really want to dwell on this, but because uh, of my list because of the fact that I was uh, very different to everybody else. Uh, I spoke a foreign language when I went home. I really was subjected to a great deal of bullying and intimidation. And some of that bullying uh, and intimidation, I'm going to say, was incited by my primary school teacher. So when I arrived at I'm so sorry. Thank you. So when I arrived at high school, my English teacher, Christine Fossard, did a wonderful job of encouraging and gently nudging my lisp. Uh, and myself out of my comfort zone. So she'd always give me leading parts in English. She'd always encourage me to speak out. She would always encourage me to have an active participation in class, which really helped me grow as a a learner in those days. So my English teacher played a huge part uh, in my journey, as well as my English teacher. Blackburn Central High School is currently the third high school uh, that I'm working at so the first high school that I worked at my journey was very very traditional I arrived there as a newly qualified teacher and within 12 months I had responsibility for transition Um, so I was going into primary schools and encouraging other students to choose our school as their first choice then I had a responsibility for whole school literacy and then I had responsibility for being the um assistant curriculum leader for English. So again, what I would say at that time, my head teacher Paul Trickett had real faith in my ability and really uh, supported me on my journey. From there, Helen, I moved to Blackburn at a school called Whitton Park, Whitton Park Academy as it is now. And I um, arrived there in 2010 as head of English. And again, at that school, my head teacher at the time, Dean Logan, really supported me and I would say saw my talents and was really, really uh, supportive of me taking on more responsibility and he supported me on my journey. So within 18 months, within two years of arriving at the school as head of English, I was promoted to assistant head teacher. Uh, so again, working with really, really strong leaders and people who have encouraged me because I've always, I'm going to say, uh, and I hope that came across in November, I feel very privileged and blessed to be doing a, a job that I really love. And throughout my journey, the people that I've worked for and that I've been surrounded by have been able to see my passion and my determination and my love for my job and have encouraged me to follow my dreams, which were ultimately to become a head teacher.
0: Absolutely. And that's, that's lovely to hear. And there's, there's something very, very precious and important about acknowledging and thanking the people who have supported us on our journey. And I know one of the things you do as well, Shanaz is is offer that connection and that support, but particularly through the women ed network um, to other people that are on their journey as well. And that's, that's really lovely to see.
1: Of course, Helen. Yeah, a couple of things I'm going to mention in relation to that. Mm. So uh, again, from Whitton Park, um, where I was assistant head teacher, the deputy head at the time was a lady called Mrs. Diane Atkinson, who is now the leader of the trust that I'm working for. So I secured a promotion at the current school here, Blackburn Central High School as deputy head teacher. And again, You know, I was very fortunate to be surrounded by strong female leaders uh, and strong leaders. And again, Diane is another person who encouraged me to again, fulfill my dreams and ambitions. So from the deputy head post, I became associate head teacher and from the associate head teacher role, an opportunity uh, arose uh, at the start of the pandemic, I should say, in September, 2020, where I secured a role as head teacher, which I'm still loving, I have to say. In addition, uh, you've mentioned the Women Ed Network, Uh, I was absolutely delighted to be asked to be a a network leader. And since delivering that presentation, uh, I've had quite a few women who've contacted me and I've been delighted to be able to support uh, other women on their journey. Uh, The other thing I was going to mention, and I did mention it when I did the presentation in November is obviously at the same time as fulfilling my ambitions in terms of my career. I've been very well supported by my husband, who's taken on more than his fair share of duties at home uh, with our family, which has allowed me to continue to push myself out of my comfort zone and fulfill my aspirations. So I have been very, very lucky uh, within my career and outside of my career as well to be surrounded by really, really strong female role models who uh, have encouraged me to to dream big uh, and you know follow my dreams. That's great to hear. I know you're passionate about leadership
0: because you, you've said it and I've heard you talk very passionately about it. And when I heard you talk, you had Five leadership lessons in your talk. Now, let's have the headlines.
1: Five leadership lessons, Shinaz. Thank you. Five leadership lessons. The first one is your roots teach you more than you realize. And I've touched very briefly on my childhood and my upbringing and the relentless grit and determination that my parents demonstrated. Uh, second leadership uh, lesson that I'm going to share is uh, humble courage. And again, up within the blog, you know, we can share more uh, about humble courage. The third leadership lesson that I spoke about um, when I did my uh, presentation was seek connections and choose kindness. So although my own experience at primary school wasn't a very pleasant experience, I know that once I left primary school, those connections, those people that I had interaction with and the interaction uh, that I now have with people as a leader, demonstrating kindness and treating people with compassion is something that's really, really important. Leadership lesson four, I would say, is pause before responding. Uh, And that's really, really important. Taking time to reflect and gather information and opinion has become my automatic response to anything. And again, it demonstrates to my team how considered my leadership decisions are and includes their ideas and opinions. So again, it's really, really important to pause before responding. And the fifth lesson I'm going to say, which is really, really, really important, important in the current climate is to create opportunities for joy. So I know some days, despite how much I enjoy my job, there are days that can be challenging. And sometimes you go home feeling sad or being involved in a perhaps a safeguarding situation that really... Um, you know, causes you sadness. So it's really, really important, I feel, to find and create opportunities for joy so that, you know, you, you come back the next day or or when you walk away from that situation, you know, there are opportunities for you to find joy in every single day uh, and to make sure that you encourage other people to to find joy as well. Shanaz, that's so good to hear. Um,
0: Authentic, original, and inspiring. Um, Shanaz, thank you so much for joining us today on 10 with Zen. Thank you very much, Alan.
1: It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. 10 with Zen is brought to you by Zen Educate. Zen Educate's online platform puts you in control of supply and recruitment. To receive 50% off your first day booked with Zen, just DM us on Twitter at Zen Educate and quote 10 with Zen. Thanks for listening.